Hello, hello, hello. This is another special Bussing Balls Pod Blast. Uh, he's John. I'm Jeffrey. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Bussing Balls Pod. Email us at Bussing Balls Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you're listening us through uh, SoundCloud.com slash Bussing Balls. The PWOM Podcast Network at SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify. Search Bussing Balls Podcast. Um, yeah, we were thinking we, we do have our 75th banner episode yet to come. I don't know if we're actually going to hit it before Christmas. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Uh, it, it all depends on uh, mine and John's schedules coming up. Uh, but we are recording this on the 12th, uh, excuse me, the 10th of December. After after uh, all the semifinalists for uh, the World Cup have been decided. And it will be Argentina versus Croatia. And France versus the unbelievable... Cinderella story of Morocco. Um, first ever African side to make a World Cup semifinal. John. And they have absolutely deserved it. They have been, by a country mile, the best side in this tournament at defending. They barely give a chance away. You know, the only goal they've conceded is an own goal. Yes. You, uh, I mean, you, you know, you're talking. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna mangle his name at this point, but, uh, but, Reguagi, uh, Reguagi, uh, the Moroccan coach, absolutely by a mile, the coach of the tournament, just an unbelievable feat to get his team there, and it's not just through you know having one player having a spectacular tournament, it's through a team coming together playing well, overcoming you know, the weaknesses that they maybe don't have you know, that many goals in the side. But I think France are going to find it really tough in that semi-final because they, they are not an easy side to play against. I, I think so too. And look who they've taken out in this... Uh, look who they've taken out in this, uh, in this cup. They, you know, just... They took out Spain. That went to penalties, of course. Yes, but still... They took out Spain. Belgium... Spain, I think, had one shot all game. Belgium, yeah. They, they've beaten Belgium, Spain, and Portugal, and three sides, all elite European sides, no goals. Right, and and they held, there were, you know, a, uh, a goalless draw to start their tournament against Croatia, who also is a semifinalist. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you've got to feel for Canada for that draw. <laughs> you've got two semifinalists ahead of them there. Yeah, and, and Belgium, who were the early favorites, and they just completely crashed out. An, an old side who began to look old at the tournament, let's be honest. Yeah, but no, Mor- what Morocco's done is, is, is simply amazing. Uh, actually, yeah, it, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, the quarterfinal matches, all of them were, were well worthy of being World Cup, you know, yeah. knockout stage matches. They, they All of them were... were totally. Uh, for di- for different reasons, all of them, but all of them ha- had something to them to recommend them. You know, the the intensity of the Netherlands versus Argentina, a game that, oh, saw, that, that, a game that saw 17 cards get shown. 18. 18. 18. It was 18. I 18 counted 17. Oh, I, I had 18 after the final whistle as well. You know, it was just Denzel Dumfries got 
one after the final whistle to be sent off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, yeah, and, and that that finish as well that it had, you know, the Dutch had done nothing all game, and then... Yeah, you had horse. Two, two of the best assists you will ever see in a World Cup game in that match. Yeah. No, yeah, I... Slide roll, and then that worked that... Beautifully cheeky pass. Right. Now, I, I didn't want to uh, start talking about the games necessarily, but, I mean, since we're here, I have seen some criticisms of the Argentinians not being very sportsmanlike uh, in celebrating after um, after the one, the penalty shootout. Uh, I'm going to throw that back and say uh, the Netherlands were being uh, assholes the entire match. That ref, so, yeah. that ref did not help. And again, we had like a record number of cards, or it had to have been a no- record number of cards, yeah. get 16 record. Um, yeah, to- totally. It, it was it was not... <laughs> there were two sides who really didn't like each other. All yeah. game. And you could see it. Yeah. it so, no, I, I have no issue with that at all. You know, you, you can get moral and say you don't like seeing football. It happens. You know, it, it it was absolutely right. And I thought Emilio, Emiliano Martinez, Martinez's penalty saves in that shootout were exceptional. You know, yeah, I don't know what Veghorst... I mean, Veghorst was... I mean, yeah, I mean, just in the penalty shootout, Veghorst was trying to fuck with Martinez. Totally. You know, after he took the penalty, too. You know, it's yeah. like, come it's, on. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, it, it, if you like a bit of needle in your football, it was the absolute perfect game. Yeah, so I mean, every game has something to recommend themselves. But uh, my goodness, Morocco! What what a story they have had. Yeah, this is th- th- this has been amazing to see Morocco yeah, get this far. Everything in it. one of those games could have gone either way on on just the tiniest of margins. They you know they were pretty much all 50-50 matchups. Absolutely, what you want to see at a World Cup at this stage. But of course, the reason why we are here uh, today. Uh, it's not to talk about the games themselves. It is to discuss uh, a, a very tragic, unbelievable incident that happened during uh, the Netherlands versus Argentina yesterday. Um, the American sports football journalist, Grant Wall, uh, suddenly passed away uh, during uh, Netherlands and Argentina the news broke yesterday. Um, I, I am just in utter, still right now, in utter shock and disbelief at what at what's happened here. I think there's a lot of it. Um, I mean, what you know, when it's over in Britain, a lot of the time you see, you know, great football journalists, gentlemen of the press who die. You know, it means I used to go out drinking with them. We used to go to the pub, and we turn in, you know, half-assed copy on a on a Friday night absolutely different with Grant Wall. You know, the first thing I know about Grant Wall is he got sacked from Sports Illustrated for calling them out over reducing the, their journalists' pay during the lockdown. Yep. And, uh, you know, the principal of the man, he was an, uh, he's been a long-term booster of World Cups. You know, he said he covered 11 World Cups. No differentiation between the men's and the women's game. Brilliant. He's been, you know, he's been right through this tournament calling out everything about Qatar, about the World Cup, about things that shouldn't have happened. He ran for FIFA just to try and unseat the the regime. He, I don't think, he, you know, he was one of the guys, 
he put his money where his mouth was every single time. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, a- absolutely. And more more than that, he stuck up for people. You know, he he he. I mean, we we knew who he we knew when he was. You know, again, as you said, trying to run as FIFA president in 2011, where he had to get, he had to get at least one football association to uh, to endorse him, and he could not, so he had to withdraw. But I mean, that but that was the point: is how much of a stranglehold Set Blotter had had on the the FIFA presidency and of course uh you know since then of course well we know what happened to set blatter yeah uh, partially on the back of uh well this very world cup um but i mean to to i mean yeah grant wall long time champion of this sport uh champion of the women's game especially uh he he was covering it when nobody else would and yep. I, I do want to point out that he also covered a lot of college basketball. And, in fact, um, one of Grant Wall's earliest successes as a journalist was introducing to the world uh, some obscure uh, high school basketball player named LeBron James. Eh, never heard of him. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, just to, just to give you an idea, yeah, he, he, he put LeBron – gave LeBron James his first – Sports Illustrated cover story when he was still in high school. Yeah, I, I mean, and and again, the last thing, the last time he got from he was prominently around the world was in essentially physically calling out the Qatar World Cup by wearing LGBTQ plus T shirt to a game yeah. and being told him going. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, he, he made headlines for going. Yeah, he, he went viral and made headlines for being detained in Qatar for that T-shirt. And yet, you know, in Qatar, you know, FIFA, to their credit, had a, a memorial, little memorial graphic for him be, prior to kickoff of England versus France. And there was a table set aside where he would have been in the in the media area. Um you know, with a uh, you know flowers and a, and a and a framed picture of him at that desk. That that is a rare show of class from FIFA. It, it is, and you know, just the the amount of uh, the amount of people and and, and who was uh, was um, was eulogizing him on Twitter today. You know, among you know everybody from journalists who got you know a leg up from him. You know, when, when he didn't know this you know, them from Adam, but he still gave a leg up to them, you know, to anything to try to spread the word, the gospel of, of this sport in America. And, uh, you know, but I mean, Ian Dark had a, had commentary today, uh, ESPN, uh, you know, even talk sport. I saw they, uh, they tweeted something out. Um, yeah, the, all the, the entire international basic community of journalists that you saw. And it, it was just some, you know, Right, it, it, it choked, choked you up a bit, and and the thing you got when you you know, because obviously the most of Grant's output was in America, so I didn't read as much as you have by by a country mile, but you know I I was going around looking this morning at what he did, and and the the more you read, the more you read, he leaves such a hole. You go, who the hell is going to fill that hole? And hopefully the people he gave a leg up to 
will be looking to his example. You know, you know what what wasn't one for taking the easy option with his journalism ever, which is incredibly rare. You know, he wasn't afraid to upset people. He wasn't afraid to speak truth to power, which theoretically is what journalism is all about. That, that you know that that that's the rumor I keep hearing. But I mean, yeah. a, 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 as we know, that doesn't always work out that way. No, not at all. And yeah, um, and and I know I, I think we we should probably say that his brother does have a theory that. Well, yeah, I, I was going to get to that here in a minute, but I just wanted to to. Um... Well, you know, I I I, I do want to say that uh, I I will give credit to Rob Stone of Fox Sports because even though their Fox Sports's coverage of this World Cup has been mostly bullshit, uh, a lot of rah rahing and, and and all that, but um, to their credit, uh, Rob Stone during the introduction of the coverage today and and several different times throughout the uh, throughout the the broadcast today. Um, he uh, he did eulogize Grant Wall um, by you know and also quoting statements from U.S. Soccer and and Johnny Infantino, I might add. But uh, and, and and to be fair, Rob Stone got choked up while he was reading it. He, towards the end, he he was having some difficulties. Um, I didn't hear anyone else like Alexi Lalas or Clint Dempsey say anything on that. Although I I believe Clint Dempsey tweeted something out. Yeah. Uh, today, but um, I, I didn't hear them on the air say anything. Doesn't mean that they didn't or won't. Um, but also a, a special uh, shout out to Derek Ray and Ali Wagner uh, when they were calling uh, Morocco, Portugal this morning uh, at about the 37th minute. They called out. They 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 they, they, they made tribute to to Grant and uh, you know even Derek Ray said you know we would be remiss in not saying this, you know, hmm. but then again, oh, Derek Ray is actually a good commentator and, and, and announcer and, you know, well, anyway, um, so yes, uh, Grant Wall, what can you say? But, you know, he, he, he championed his causes and he, 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 uh, you know, he, 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 he lived the gimmick, you know, to say. Yeah. You know, it, it, when, when he looks, you know, if you look back, no regrets on that. He did everything he thought he should do within the job. And you know, as I said, he held people accountable, spoke truth to power. And it, you know, it shouldn't be rare, but it is. Because people always take the easy option, and he never did. No, he didn't. And, I mean, just the fact that he championed this sport in a country that was obsessed with, you know, that is so obsessed with other sports. Yeah, you know, for one, whatever reasons, and you know, and I, I mean, a, a lot of the, a lot of the awareness of this sport in the 21st century in the United States comes directly from Grant Wall. Yeah, so and, and a lot of the almost all of the intelligent analysis of it, and all the almost intelligent writing comes from him. Now. The difficult part of this discussion is, um, as uh, John already alluded to, uh, Grant's brother Eric, for whom Eric uh, says that it was for him why Grant Wall wore that T-shirt in Qatar that got him detained. 
Um, he has apparently been in contact with, um, been in contact with the State Department and I believe uh, Grant's widow now uh, has mm-hmm. been in contact with uh, the Biden White House with uh, the Biden administration about this. Um, but Eric Wall yesterday has made a claim that he thinks that Grant Wall was assassinated in Qatar. Um, now, he and Millie could be speaking from a place of grief. And yeah, that, that was my take on it. On it. Um, that being said, th- 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 there are some conflicting circumstances here. Uh, that being said, Grant Wall's last post to his Substack was another story regarding the migrant worker deaths, and I believe it was called "They Just Don't Care." Yes, uh, ap- apathy was uh, a word in there as well. I think. Yeah, th- yeah. His, his last story. World Cup Daily, day 25, they just don't care. Qatari World Cup organizers don't even hide their apathy over migrant worker deaths, including the most recent one. Yeah. Now, it has also been said that uh, Grant Wall was complaining of feeling unwell throughout this week and, in fact, uh, had a a, 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 uh, preliminary diagnosis of bronchitis for which he was given medicines for. Yes, and um, um, as I said, the weather in Qatar as well is not going to be helpful if you're feeling unwell. And the you know, the circumstances of that Netherlands game are were you know toward at that point were quite stressful as well. Right, so, and, and also, yeah, and he was he was working himself. I mean, he was getting less than five hours of sleep a night too, hmm. from what I understand in Qatar now. You and you and I are a similar age to Grant here. You know, at this age, you you get five hours sleep. It's not like you know when you were in your twenties, you could maybe bounce back straight up. You you are not in the best of, in best of shape, right? And in, in, in anecdotally, um, you know, when uh, my family and I, we all caught COVID at the end of May, early June, and it started for for my 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 honey my partner she had a diagnosis of bronchitis first before that now again we don't know the circumstances of what's going on we 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 don't know the circumstances of of why he why he passed and i hope that we do find out soon absolutely i I mean any theory is not based on actual evidence at this point so you know Wait for the autopsy. Right. The fact of the matter is that because of this World Cup and where it's being held, that we even have to have the idea that he may have been assassinated. That there was a there was a remote shred of credibility to it, you know, because you know, it's like Alan Moore says about conspiracy theories. It's about people who don't feel in control about their own life. <laughs> but is he going well? It might, it might be. It's. You know, was he ever leaned on to shut up? Is well, it, apparently it... he got death threats whilst in Qatar. That wouldn't surprise me. And, given... I mean, let's face it, we, we we know how, I mean, in this age when, you know, a certain country's um, critics keep getting suicided, you know, 
it um yeah i mean the 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 fact of the matter that we can take this and see that there is again any sort of credibility or or credence to the idea where you're like yeah you know that alone tells you maybe once again this world cup should not have been where it was and and fifa needs to have a reckoning for this yeah, well, theoretically, you know, you've already had Blatter and Platini have some kind of reckoning for it because they yeah, lost. But their- they didn't do anything about it. But what's gonna, you know, you know, at, at that point, I I always feel that's cosmetic. That's a completely cosmetic thing because has anything really changed with FIFA? Yes, we're gonna find out. No, not at all. And, and, and the fact that this happened. You know, and, and, and FIFA, okay, they, they gave an, you know, Johnny, Yanni Inf- Infantino gave a great, uh, gave a nice little statement. But, you know, when he's also saying just leave politics out of this, I mean, that puts a really bad taste in our mouth oh, uh, under the circumstances. I, I'm, I'm referring to Johnny Infantino's speech at the start of the World Cup, which was the very worst things I have ever seen. Well, I mean, now even, even Arsene Wenger now is repeating this. You know, well, the, the, the teams that concentrated on football instead of politics in their first matches uh, were the ones who did well. Oh, shut up. No. Excuse me. I, I, you know, also, we, we saw the England game today. England were part of that. That, that wasn't anything to do with them losing the World Cup. They were absolutely fine. It was a 50-50 game tonight for them. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't say that just now. He's saying that... The, no. They're still, so, in, right. in the tournament. Yeah. But England doing well in the tournament is a rebuttal of that completely. Yeah. And, you know, we, we can have another discussion about that. But, again, just... It, it, the, the circumstances behind this where Wall had already drawn the ire of Qatari authorities, and then he kept at it. Yeah, you know, the the, the fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, we can maybe kind of see this as yeah. being a thing. Now, we don't know if that's the case. And I will stress that again, as of, you know, right now, December the 10th, 2022, we know absolutely nothing about why Grant Wall died. No, not at all. But so- I just want to... And, and the fact, and the fact is, is that you know, for Fox to have actually gone forth and done that was nice, uh, especially since Grant Wall was a former Fox Sports employee, left after Russia 2018 because I don't think he liked where things were going. But he he did. Uh, but Rob Stone, to his credit, read read part of. U.S. soccer statement, which I'm going to I'm going to start reading entire from the entirety. The entire U.S. soccer family is heartbroken to learn that we have lost Grant Wall. Fans of soccer and journalism of the highest quality knew we would we could always count on Grant to deliver insightful and entertaining stories about its game and its major protagonists, teams, players, coaches, and the many personalities that make so- soccer unlike any sport. Here in the United States, Grant's passion for soccer and commitment to elevating its profile across our sporting landscape played a major role in helping to drive interest in and respect for our beautiful game. That's where that's where Rob Stone stopped. Mm-hmm. Here's the rest of U.S. Soccer's statement. As important 
Grant's belief in the power of the game to advance human rights was and will remain an inspiration to us all. Scott, uh, Grant made soccer his life's work, and we are devastated that he and his brilliant writing would no longer be with U.S. soccer fans. It's sincere condolences to Grant's wife, Dr. Celine Gonder, and all of his family members, friends, and colleagues in the media, and we thank Grant for his tremendous dedication to and impact on our game in the United States. His writing and the stories he told will live on. So, tellingly, Fox Sports stopped right before the next sentence about Grant's commitment to human rights. Yeah, your coverage... Uh... I don't know if you've heard about the BBC's coverage of it, but rather than showing the opening ceremony, they opened the whole tournament with a discussion of the whole human rights situation. Oh, yes. I I, I, I was aware of that. Yeah, Fox's coverage has been rah-rah, jingoistic nonsense. Alexi Laws, I hope, burns in hell sooner than later. But, I mean, there was even a piece in The Guardian this week about how awful Fox's coverage has been. Oh, you sent me that. I was just reading it going, what the hell is going oh, it, on? It was awful. Uh, it, yeah. With, and the fact of the matter is Grant Wall was part of that from 2018 to 2019. He left after he didn't like how Fox did things regarding Russia. Yeah, the Russian World Cup. You know, it, it, was, it, was, more the, it was more the same nonsense. You know, yeah. it, it was the same nonsense that, that they've been spouting all cup and again credit to rob stone and he he showed some you know genuine emotion this morning uh with, with his uh with his statement I, I i knew that there would not even be any speculation about possible foul play and, and i tweeted this out to ray hudson and the the host of sirius xm's football show in the morning and i i just hope that they they have the courage to discuss that possibility because i mean even the state department is not has now said things yeah and um, the thing about grant wall's writing which football does not often get to because it's simply it, it's like any fandom you know any any fandom any broadcaster they t they almost tunnel vision it there is there is little regard for the wider consequences and i always the the what i've read of grant's work he always looked at the context. He always looked at the wider consequences. He, and that was why he was aware of the possibilities of football bringing people together, and his absolute. And I'm not going to say he did put it in his right, but there was, I, I think, contempt for the people who misuse football, who enrich themselves while not enriching the game. I mean, you could tell he was an influence on us. Oh, totally. And, and how we handle this show. Totally. You, you have football in context. You look at the human rights. You do not ignore the black, the dark side of football. You know, you, you do not ignore the people who are misusing it. You you make sure, you know, if it's money laundering, if it's sports washing, if, you know, if it's you know, using you to bypass the look at human rights abuses, if it's being a a front for Putin. It's, you know, you do not ignore that. You should not ignore that. You do not look away. You look at both sides of the, of the thing. Right. And Grant Wall never looked away. And he, he always, no. he always punched upward. 
Yeah. And he yeah. gazed into the abyss and told you what you weren't looking at. Yeah. He, he, I, 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 again, I'm, I'm just still just in shock and maybe, and, and maybe a little bit angry too over this, you know, just. I mean, it just, I, I found out last night I was, and I, it just took me out of everything for the rest of the night. Yeah. And, and I, I found out this morning, it was just like, well, what the hell's gone on there? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, yeah. And again, the fact that, the fact that we, we think that we, that there is a credible possibility of foul play here just tells you everything you need to know about this World Cup. Despite, and we are despite, obligated to look away from that. Right. And despite, you know, again, the 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 absolute quality of the football being played here, uh, especially in these knockout rounds. I mean, the, the, there's – I mean, I think ultimately, I mean, even Grant was actually talking about the games too on his Twitter feed and, and all that. Yes, you, you do focus on the sport, but you have to also – take a look at what happens around the sport and it's not always the best thing you it's not always the thing you want to see and i think you have to and and that what makes you a responsible fan is addressing that and 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 taking it and facing it head on rather than you know covering it up or you know just kind of you know you know being jingoistic about about things or using it or as often happens when other fans use it as a chart against a, just a different set of fans. No, you don't do that. You should, you do yeah. not do that. And you call it out when you can. So I, I don't think I have much more to say on this topic. Um, so no, our, 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 our deepest condolences to his wife, Dr. Uh, Christine uh, Gonder, his, uh, his, his, all of his, his journalistic friends and family, and Absolutely. his loved ones and everybody who's ever been touched by his reporting, his his writing, his his you know, just his presence. And it just it just an absolute massive loss for for yeah. football and, and, and life in general, honestly. And yeah, and, and his legacy, particularly in U, to US football, is immense and it's gonna take a ton of people to fill that and a ton of brave people at that it is it is and uh that that's just what we're gonna leave off here um again we we do have our celebratory 75th episode that's gonna be the next time obviously we couldn't do that in light of this so um with that in mind i'm hoping we can get it out I don't know if we're going to make it before Christmas. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll record after the final next weekend. Um, it's it's possible. But, um, I mean, I hope we get it out before the holidays. That way we can just transition into the holidays and, and uh, not to worry about that. But uh, with, with all that being said, um, just a, a, a tragic set of circumstances. And I w- wish we did not have to talk about it, but... You know, that's the whole thing about Grant Wall is that he talked about the things sometimes we wish we didn't have to talk about. So, And uh, I just hope that, you know, everyone, I, I, I would think, he, I would hope he'd be something we could, someone we could all look up to and, and just, you know, fight for others as he would have done. Totally. 
So uh, I don't have anything else. John, do you have any last words? No, I, I, no, I, I think those words of yours should stand as our statement on it. Okay, well, that's all we have for now. I'm, I'm not going to do the bit this time. It's, it's not appropriate for the bit to do the bit here. So uh, we'll, we'll hopefully be back before Christmas. If not, it'll be just after. So um, take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. Tell them, tell them you love them and, and what uh, they mean to you while you can. I appreciate them while they're there. Indeed. So uh, we'll we'll be back soon.